0: morning and welcome to the live broadcast from Praise Christian Center downtown. And I am very, very excited for you. The blessing of the Lord that makes rich shall surely be abiding in your home today. You will be completely changed and transformed. And today we are so excited. I want to continue with what I started with last week about the storm stopper. This is storm stopper part two. And we learned that Jesus indeed is the storm stopper. But there is another storm stopper. That's you. You in Christ Jesus. You are another storm stopper. For he has given you power and authority to trample upon serpents and scorpions and all the powers of the enemy. And nothing by any means shall hurt you. Or harm you so you are another stop stopper if you are in Christ Jesus in the anointed one and his anointing in the yoke destroying burden removing power of God so I'll show you just in a little but let's go to 1st 2nd Kings chapter 6 verse 17 want to show you something that uh, helps you to understand what I'm trying to say to you 2nd Kings chapter 6 We'll zero in on verse 17. But for sake of understanding the story, let's start from verse 15. This is Elisha, the prophet, and his servant, and there is an encounter. And when the seventh, verse 15 says, and when the seventh of them, man of God, was risen early and gone forth, behold, an host compassed the city, both the horses and the chariots. And his servant said unto him, Alas, my master, how shall we do? Or what shall we do? This is maybe a question many of you are facing challenges you may be asking, or you may ask later on. Verse 16 says, And he answered, Fear not. That's my advice to you. Fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. And Elisha, verse 17, prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. And when they came down to him, Elisha prayed unto the Lord and said, Smite these people, I pray thee, with blindness. And he smote them with blindness according to the word of Elisha. According to the word of Elisha. And so we will explore the believer's authority. Because you are the second storm stopper in the earth. Because of the delegated power and authority that Christ has given you. Now, Elisha and the servant had faced a challenge. And one of the things that you ought to know about challenges is that challenges can change you. Challenges can change you. In other words, what challenges you changes you. (laughs) And change becomes inevitable for growth. So change is not always so bad and so negative, but it is essential for our growth and our development. So certain unplanned and things do happen, and they challenge us. We have different storms, as we learned last week. Some are personal storms, financial storms, economical storms, uh, marital storms, national storms. Congregational storms, family storms. So all storms are different. And their impacts are different according to individuals. But we learned that we can respond the right way in any storm. When we realize that the storm stopper is in the house. He who has called you has never left you. Your mother and your father will leave you. But he said, I will never forsake you. So he stands with you and he is there with you. So we see Elisha and his servant, they are faced with a challenge. Two responses there. The servant is afraid because he's depending on the natural wisdom, the natural intellect, to solve issues that they are faced with. He was blinded. He could not see into the other realm of the spirit. And so he was afraid. Because you see, if your eyes are closed, your language will be negative. Your language will be fearful. Your language will be of doubt. But when your spiritual eyes open, your language also becomes different. You speak faith you speak reassuringly you speak with a level of confidence so two people same situation but different perception and Elisha realized that the reason why this young servant of his had a language of fear had a language of doubt and he was so scared he thought he was outnumbered and they had no way out of the situation it looked impossible to him the master standing in a different position in verse 17 says and Elisha prayed and said Lord I pray thee open his eyes so the problem was not the storm the problem was not the challenge the problem was he lacked spiritual sight which give you insight into how to handle certain situations. And so God, by and through his servant Elisha, was able now to open the eyes of the servant. And when the eyes were opened, immediately the language also changed. There was no more doubt. There was no more fear. There was no more anxiety. There was no more desperation. There was no more hopelessness. What blind you can change your language. And that's why in Paul talking to the church at Ephesus. Let's go to the book of Ephesians chapter 1 verse 18. My God, I pray that your eyes will also open in the name of the Lord Jesus. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 18. This is Paul's prayer as well. He says verse 18. The eyes of your understanding be enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the sense. Your eyes (laughs) are the gate to your soul. Your eyes are the gate to your soul. And so your blindness must be removed While you are in the earth, my prayer today, before we go even into the word, is that the spirit of the living God shall begin to open your eyes of understanding. I'm not talking of these lenses we have. I'm talking of your spiritual eyes. If you are born again, you need to have your eyes opened by the spirit of God. Apart from the intellect and the natural understanding and wisdom that you are graced with, there is another eye gate that must open that will change and give you confidence as you walk the earth. You see, to walk with God, you have to work with God. I have to repeat that. To walk with God, you have to work with God. That means you have to cooperate with Him. You have to, you know, be obedient to him. And so you cannot have a wonderful walk without working with him, without cooperating with him. You see, grace comes to where he is leading you. <laughs> you can't be going another direction and going going another direction, then you are praying for grace. No. Grace does not follow disobedience. Grace follows the leading of God. Where God leads, he gives you grace. Where God sends, he gives you grace. What God gives you, he gives you grace for it. So you cannot fight for your own without cooperating with him to ask him whether this is what he wants for you. This is where he wants you to go. This is what he needs you to be doing. So we need to work with him. We need to cooperate with him. And this is the best time to reflect and come back before these storms and challenges of life begin building up for the future you need to have a personal work with god you need a relationship Uh, elisha had a relationship that's why he was not afraid even though his lenses could see the enemies surrounding even though he could see the challenge that was before him even though he could even see the and 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 feel the the power of the storm that was around him, yet he was not afraid. Yet he was not afraid. Why? Because his eyes were open to the realities of the supernatural. He realizes he's a covenant child of the living God. And what overwhelms you in the natural should not overwhelm you when your eyes are open to the realities of angels surrounding you. Bible says, those that fear the Lord, they are angels that surround them. <laughs> Ooh, wow, there is all these things that are going on. You are not alone. That's why you should not panic. Because storms, challenges can cause panic. And when you panic, you lose direction. When you panic, you lose insight. You lose understanding. You become vague. And so I pray the first thing that has to happen Is that you'll be at peace (laughs) The peace that surpasses your understanding God says He'll keep your heart and your mind In peace According to Philippians chapter 4 verse 6 He'll keep your heart And your mind in peace But that peace Is only assured to you When you begin to understand That in this covenant God wants your eyes to open So you can see what he sees. So you can have a different perception of the same challenges. So you can come out with a different language of confidence, of authority, of power. You should not be scared when your eyes are open. So Paul would pray for this Ephesians church as well, verse 17 of Ephesians says, and that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ the Father of glory may give unto you the spirit of wisdom. That's my prayer for you. That the spirit of wisdom and revelation the spirit of wisdom and revelation. That's my prayer for you. That God may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and revelation in the knowledge of him. Knowledge of who? of the christ himself and so you need this wisdom from god you need this revelation from god (laughs) in the knowledge of him the storm stopper number one in the knowledge of him because when you are in him then he helps you to see what is in you and who is in you and what you are capable of as you are in him. This is where we are headed to. So the eyes of your understanding must be enlightened. Must be opened. So that you will not just see what is surrounding you. Or what is missing. What is absent. Because sometimes what scares and, and causes panic is, is what you are not having. What you are not getting. Where you are not going. you are not saying these things can scare you and it's normal and you're asking like elisha seven the young man says lord what shall we do master what shall we do instead of turning to the lord he turned to the master because he knew the master was at a certain place with god so even when there are challenges there are people you can tend to who you know can give you the right encouragement (laughs) because you will have an understanding that they are they are on a certain place in terms of relationship with God. They stand differently, so their language will also be different from the panic language, from the fear language. And so even in their voice, they have a certain confidence, not in themselves, but simply because they have a certain standing with God and a certain working relationship with Him where they are cooperating with the Spirit of God. The Bible says that and the Holy Ghost shall show you of things to come. In other words, how shall he show you when your eyes are closed? How shall you see what the Holy Ghost wants to show you when your eyes are closed? My prayer this morning, most lovely, maybe in the next two or three minutes, is that the Holy Ghost now, He who wants to show you of things to come. He doesn't want you to be blind if He wants you to, if He wants to show you means he's willing to open your eyes so you can see what he's showing you he doesn't want a blinded church because a blinded church lacks confidence lacks power lacks authority lacks the proper voice that brings impact and transforms the things around them God wants an enlightened church a church whose eyes are open to the realities of their Covenant to the supernatural working power of the Most High God. He wants a husband whose eyes are open so that you have a different language as you are watching over your family, even in these challenging times that are changing families, changing societies, changing nations, changing leaders. But for you, you will not be changed for the worse. You will be changed for the better. Your growth and development Will be an answer and a solution to many in the nations. This challenge is not crushing you. This challenge is revealing you. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? It is revealing you. What is in hidden in your life? The one who has been in hidden in your life. He is he is there. He is there. And so today, as before we go even in deeper into the word of God, the storm stopper part two. I want to pray for you that your eyes will open to them heavenly father I worship you I thank you for your people today who are watching and listening to me through your voice oh holy ghost I pray that the eyes of their spiritual understanding may be opened in the name of Jesus just as Elisha prayed and opened the eyes of a seven, that they will not just see the challenges that are around them. They will see their covenant position. They will see, oh God, the realities of our kingdom and of our God. They will see the excellency of your provision. They will see that, Lord, many are the marriage of the angels that are with us than that which is in the world. While they may see the statistics with their natural eyes, O oh God they will also see the power of god they will also see angels they also see the hosts of heaven they will also see the invasion of the supernatural into the natural challenges of this life open their eyes spirit of the living god open their eyes that their fear will be taken away that their negative language will be taken away that their panic will be removed from them oh god that they may enter into a place of peace Simply because your perception is now, oh God, correctly done because you have opened the eyes. Touch your son, touch your daughter. Touch our leaders, oh God, that they may know that they are not alone. They stand with a covenant-keeping God. He has neither left nor forsaken, but he is there, oh God, to walk us through the valley, to walk us through the shadow of death. He is there to see us cross to the other side therefore lord i pray in the name of jesus that there shall be no panic in any life there shall be no evil language there's no negativity in any life there shall be no anxiety and desperation there shall be no hopelessness i pray oh god that this is the time the body of jesus christ shall now arise in the awesomeness of their grace even in the name of jesus as you open our spiritual eyes to see, as you give us the sight of heaven, oh God, to peer through the challenges of life, we shall stand as storm stoppers because we have the confidence, we have the power, we have the anointing, we have the authority in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray, oh God, for a new generation to arise. I pray for a church of Jesus Christ to arise in their authority in the believers of authority, in the name of the Lord Jesus, while everything else is being shaken, oh God, while everything else is collapsing, right and center, Father, I pray that your people shall arise as pillars of strength, pillars of encouragement, pillars of authority, pillars of comfort, pillars of oh God, great joy, even in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Raise this body of Jesus, my God. Raise that man, raise that woman, Oh, my Father, that they fear not, oh God, for greater is he who is in them than the one that is in the world. So help us, Spirit of the living God, to open our eyes. And as our eyes open, let great things be done. And if you heard what I'll say, shout a bigger amen and amen. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. I want to show you something from the book of Matthew. Stormstopper you are the next storm stopper because of the jesus that is in you the book of matthew 16 verse 19 quickly we turn there the bible says and i will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom not the keys of the church the keys of the kingdom of heaven this is a spiritual kingdom this is not an earthly organized kingdom this is a spiritual kingdom I'll give you the keys So they are supernatural solutions I'll give you the keys of the kingdom and whatsoever thou bind on earth shall be bound in heaven shall be bound in the realms of the spirit And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in the heavens. And this is something very powerful. Listen to me. Storms don't build your character. You cannot wait for a storm in order to build your character. No. Storms don't build your character. Storms, they reveal it. So, whatever you have been in a storm, it is revealed. If there was strength, strength will come. Will be shown. Will be revealed. If there was weakness, it will be revealed. So, one of the things that happens in a storm is the storm reveals how things are. And if you are afraid today, it's because you are also missing or lacking something. So the storms cannot build your character. They reveal it. In a storm, you can't do much because you're locked in and you're fenced in. But in a storm, let's say a storm hits your house. What will be the first thing that will still be remaining in your conscience? When storms hit, one of the things is you'll never forget the exit points to your house you are looking for the exit points you cannot exit without the keys keys they give you the access to something keys are very important once you have the keys you have a certainty of authority and a control over something When you lack the keys, it reduces your authority and control and power over something. So when storms come, when you are overwhelmed with a challenge, the first thing you are looking out for is, and you wanting to remember, while the roof is collapsing this side, the wall is collapsing this side, you want to remember where is the door. How many exit doors does this house have? All right, that door. The next thing you want to ask is, do I have the keys to open that door? And so the necessary thing for you to have before the storm hits you or when the storm hits you is to have the keys. And the Bible says, Jesus said, I I will give unto thee. Who is that? A covenant child of God, one who is born again, one who has received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. He has given you the keys. The spiritual principles. (laughs) Because he knew that in this world, you have trouble. You have difficulties. But he also encouraged and says, Behold, be at peace, for I have overcome. And this is that which has overcome the world, even our faith in him. And so there are things that the Lord gives you, which we are calling keys. If I give you keys to my house I am giving you access to everything that is in my house if I give you access to everything that's in my house I'm giving a certain level of authority and control over my house and that's why when you have keys you don't just have access you also have authority you also have a certain power of control of what is within, what you have accessed in your environment. And so the Lord doesn't want us stuck somewhere, crying and, 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 and crying like the disciples and say, we are there. Wake up, master. The boat is sinking. No, he doesn't want us to do it. If he says we are going to the other side, it's because he has entrusted something in you. Something that you have. Which will give you access through the challenges Even through this challenge You have the keys And you have access (laughs) To unlock a way out You will not be locked in the challenge Uh -uh. You are coming out And you are coming out thriving You are coming out stronger You are coming out shiny You are coming out wiser You are coming out more powerful You are coming out more confident In him who has called you You are coming out with a certain assurance. I'm not just saying this because we have a ministry to do on television. I'm saying this because this is a living reality. He has given you the keys. You have them. Ah, my God. Keys to the supernatural. You see, they are keys. When you use them, they can change the way things are in the environment. You can have this challenge going on. And while you are crying out to God, Oh God, you don't care if you were there. Why should these all things be happening? And he says, yet I delegated authority and power to you. Who is you? You is a covenant child of God. He has delegated power and authority to you. He not only that. He has also given us keys. And so while things come, yes, there is a place where we can cry to god but there's also a place where god would say to moses why are you crying to me you do something huh you do something and so you find that the keys once they are used they can begin to change how the environment is when you lock something on earth you are also locking it in the spiritual realm <laughs> When you unlock something on the earth, you're also unlocking something in the spiritual realm. So you have uh, an authority to affect decisions and to affect the way systems operate in the earth. That is the power I'm talking about. And that is where we are coming. Quick, let's go to Mark chapter 4, verse 11, so you can have an understanding as we build the case there. It says, And in their hands... They shall bear thee up, lest at any time. Oh, sorry. I'm going into. Ma- Look. Let's go. Mark, 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 Mark. Oh, sorry. Mark chapter 4, verse 11. Mark chapter 4. I like this. And he said unto them, and he said unto them, unto you it is given. <laughs> yes, unto you who is watching, you who is born again, you who was. Hiding in the congregation of the multitudes. Thank God that the storm has fished you out to have a personal walk with Jesus. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. That's what this has done. You thought you were strong while you are with the rest. That was a, a, a communal strength or a strength because of the masses. But when you are alone, then you can judge on how vulnerable you are because you were not solidifying something by yourself with the Lord. And this is the time I want to show you how you can do it, how you can remain uh-huh. and he says he said unto them unto you it, shall, it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom but unto them that are without all these things are done in parables wait, 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 wait. let's slow down that unto you who is watching me my dear daughter my dear sir is given the mystery of the kingdom now mysteries has to do with power when you understand mysteries you are powerful both in the negative and both in the spiritual the mystery of the kingdom (laughs) but Unto them that are without, that, that means the outsiders, the non believers, all these things are done in parables. You see, what God is saying is the secret of the kingdom is given to you the spiritual, supernatural. Even as you are in that challenge, you are in that storm, there is something that you have which you are not yet using. My God. Ramoko Shaddai. That is what I want to fish out by the power of the Holy Ghost by this way. There is something that you have, even as you are facing that challenge. Even though you have this negative language of fear, desperation, hopelessness, and and, panic, there is still something that you still have which God has given you, which has not yet been revealed to you, which shall be revealed now in Jesus' name. So the secret of the kingdom, the secret of the supernatural living, supernatural life has been given to you you see you have information that your neighbor doesn't have you have information that the non-believer doesn't have you have information those that are outside the kingdom they do not have you are a custodian of the secrets and the mysteries of power of the supernatural (laughs) the keys of the kingdom are the ones that bring a difference. They make a difference in how you are responding to that storm. That's why it's when you begin to understand what has been given to you, not only beginning to understand, when you begin to use what has been given to you, your security is in your identity as a covenant child of God. (laughs) You see, sometimes storms may help You to discover something that has been lost or that has remained unused I have to repeat that storms sometimes and most times will help you to discover something that was lost and something that was unused because when all these things you are trying to clear up the debris then suddenly you find in the corner, under all those fallen things, the precious thing that you were looking for, that was lost for a, for some years, and you you are even though there's debris and there's collapse, there's somehow an excitement because of a discovery. Listen to me; it doesn't matter how hard the storm hits you, God will help you by the Holy Ghost to discover that which has been unused by you, which is in you. It's in your house, it's in you, it's in me. It has been unused. It's a discovery of the unused. It's a discovery of that which was lost that begins to build in you a joy that you didn't have before, an excitement that you didn't have before. (laughs) I am so excited in my spirit, even though everything around looks negative, and statistics are building every day but yet there is something in the inside in the inner man that is different because i realize the holy ghost is now calling up onto us uh, deep is calling onto deep <laughs> deep is calling onto deep deep is calling onto deep for the rising of the one that is in you that has not been used because you were comfortable You were in your routine. Everything was life as usual. There was no calling upon the depth that is in you. Now, we are reaching out to the deeper of us, the depth of God in our lives. And so the storms are helping us to discover what you have lost. Some of you lost the art of intercession. The church lost the art of intercession. Our job was God's. Our work became our God's. Our building projects became our God's. We had very little time for spiritual things. We cared less for spiritual matters. We were busy in our own world. We could afford not to go to church and it would not bother us. We could afford to stay one week without reading the Bible and we were unfenced. It was not bothering us. Because we knew that uh, even the following day I'll have a salary. The following day I'll eat. But you see, once the shaking happened and the challenge hits you like that, it brings you back to discovery of what you have lost. You have lost your, your prayer life. You have lost your Bible study. You have lost your inquiry. You are just waking up and going as usual. But now you are learning how to inquire of God. Now you are learning how to go back into the scriptures and read it. Now you are learning how to call back your children and and have an altar of prayer. Now you are learning how to commit your business in God. I say, God help. God intervene. God grant me wisdom. God protect the works of my heart. God show favor upon the works of my heart. Now you are learning how to inquire and call upon the great most high God. Things that you lost. I'm praying that as God is bringing that back into your life you shall become fire you shall become a a, a hot fire in the earth a brightly shining flame of fire once again God will revive and rekindle the lost art of intercession back to the church back into your personal life he will revive that that inquiry eh? communion with the Holy Spirit That early morning devotion. You just wake up, bath, dress up, you are gone. Would only remember God in the time of emergency. And you cry out, Oh Lord, emergency! Holy Ghost, emergency! No, my friend. We now have to have an abiding walk with God, a relationship. God must not just come for special events that need Him to sort out things in your life you need a personal work with him you need to work and cooperate with him, you need an intimate work with God, he must become your priority, he must become your number one you cannot leave him at home while you are going to work, you cannot leave him at home while you are going for your business he must go before you, he must go with you, and he must work through you, and must be seen upon your life, It's coming back again to that relationship you have lost this, come back again to your prayer life you used to pray you used to intercede you were the one who was earlier church you used to save we didn't need to remind you on how what needed to be done in the house of the Lord you were just there taking initiative what is missing what is lacking we didn't need to encourage you to give to the things of God you were personally motivated to give to God but we lost this we lost this and we became an entertainment center no my friend we are the living body of Jesus Christ in the earth. We carry in us the supernatural endowment and power of the Most High God. To cast out devils. In the name of Jesus. You lost it. <laughs> now you are recovering it. Because whatever is discovered will be recovered. Whatever is discovered will be recovered. So you discover that you lost something. You discovered That you have been Unusing something Now Because of that discovery There is a recovery I say recover your prayer life Recover your intercession Recover your family altar Recover your servant spirit Recover your service In the house of the Lord Recover your power Recover your place Recover your hunger Recover your thirsty, Recover your longing Your, Your worship Recover 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 it all then this is what begins to bring a certain level of confidence. You see, during storms, a lot of things are uncovered. One of the things that is being uncovered is the truth of the fact that there is a believer's authority. This is something that is being uncovered to you. Because a storm covers a lot of things. But a storm also helps us to discover. It helps to uncover And so your authority is being uncovered. It's a time for the body of Jesus Christ. For you as a covenant child of God to rise with the authority that is yours. You see, our combat with the challenges (laughs) uh, of of this world should always be with a consciousness that we have authority over them. You cannot combat the devil... Without a consciousness that you have authority over him, you cannot combat any challenge without that consciousness that you have authority over it. See, the enemy doesn't want you, excuse me, the enemy doesn't want you to learn about the authority of the believer. He wants you to continue to be defeated by him anytime he wants. But you and me are tired of being defeated. You are tired of being a victim to things that Jesus Christ has overcome on the cross of Calvary. You are tired of victimization where you must have victories. So the knowledge that is acted upon is what will bring the results into your life. But the tragedy of life, the tragedy of life, is that many people die without using what belonged to them. There are many people that have gone without using the authority that they had as a believer in the earth. They, they, they died under the face of the challenge while they had the keys, while they had the authority, while they had the power to change their circumstances. They died pleading with God, oh God have mercy on me, oh God have mercy on me. And God all the time is saying, I have given you the keys, rise up. Yes, you have called on to me and I have answered you, I have shown you my word. They are kids. Rise up in your authority. Don't whine and complain and mama. It doesn't bring the right results in the situation. Rise up. Use what has been given to you. Don't die under the pressures of the of your challenges. So, what is that authority? Quickly, my God. Luke chapter ten, verse nineteen. What is that authority? Luke chapter ten, verse nineteen. He says, and behold, I, have give, I give unto you. Again, it's unto you. Not unto them. This is personal. Unto you. Not unto the congregation. Uh-uh. Unto you. Who's watching me? My dear daughter. Behold, I have given unto you power. That hmm? is Power. My God has given unto you power. To trend on serpents and scorpions. And over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you what a reassuring now serpents and scorpions they speak about the power of the devil the demons the evil spirits and all the cohorts of the enemy and the things they do and bring about some situations are circumstances of demonic operations Some sicknesses and diseases are a result of that. And yet Jesus says, I have given unto you. You need to know that there is something that has been given unto you, even though you are in that storm. Because whatever has been given to you by the Lord has the power to stop the storm. Has the power to stop the enemy's insult over your oil, over your head. Has the power to stop that evil mockery hey my god arise and shake yourself once again in the name of jesus he says i've given unto you power not only power and authority you see the value of our authority rests on the power that is behind that authority good teaching pastor good teaching the value (laughs) how valuable is that authority the value of the authority rests on the power that is behind that authority. Who is backing that authority? The Bible says, God is not a man, child of God, that he should lie. He's not the son of man that he should repent. God will not tell you you can do this and then. He says, I just wanted to trick you and see how you are going to do No, 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 no. Whatever God says is yours, is yours. Whatever God had given you, it is yours by right. It is yours. And 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 your authority, you may have a smaller voice. Even when you pray in tongues, it's like kango Like a small drum beating. You have authority. authority is not in the in the in this in your voice projection. It's not in the tone of your voice. It's not in in how loud or how 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 low your voice is that's not what authority is best in so you can have a whisper but under a whisper there is the power of god there's the authority of god backing your whisper and things are still done Ah. you see years ago when we were starting out in deliverance we used to say we are going to shout at the demons meaning we'll shout at the demons So we believed in, in, even when you are casting out demons, you'll be really shouting at the demons, come out in the name of Jesus. And saliva is coming out out of here, out of that side. And and we thought, we are exercising authority. And we have a fierce look on our eyes. The man of God has come to cast out the devil. My God, such foolishness. Your authority is not based in your... (laughs) Fierceness. Huh? <laughs> it's not best in your the, 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 the projection of your voice. And so we'll, we'll pray for hours, six, seven hours, and then we'll, we'll go with a horsey voice. We thought demons will be scared with a horsey voice and we we'll oh, come out in the name of Jesus. And everyone says, mm, This is a man of God. Well, all you have is a choked voice. That's not authority. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not authority. Authority is not in all these things. Let me show you. Authority is delegated power. <laughs> authority is delegated power. That man on the street, the police officer on the street. you will traffic police especially. He'll raise his white glove <laughs> and you stop. The whole forty tank track stops. Question is, does that man have power to stop that track? Let's say that track represents your storm. It represents the mountain of your challenge. All the policeman does he doesn't even speak. He just raises his voice. His hand, sorry. He raises his hand and the whole 40 ton track comes to a halt. What does he have? Power Was it the power working to stop the truck? No, it was not the power. It was the authority backing him to stop the truck. That truck can crush you. There are things that could have easily crushed you except the one who watches over you and never sleeps, never slumber, came and protected you and covered you. You have been backed up by the highest authority. And that authority has now been given to you. (laughs) So authority is delegated power. When you understand that the power of God is backing you, you can exercise authority and face the enemy, face the challenge, face the storm without fear. The power that backs our authority is greater than that which is backing our enemy. That is my joy. I repeat again, the power that is backing our authority is greater than that which is backing our enemies. Whatever enemies you have, whatever power is backing them, call it satanism, call it witchcraft, call it uh, divination and sorcery and freemasonry, whatever power is backing your enemies when they come against you. The power that is backing your authority is greater than their power. So that will not overcome you. <laughs> In Jesus' name. I repeat this. Matthew chapter 28. Quickly. As we go through the script. Matthew chapter 28 and verse 18. Let me emphasize that again. And Jesus spoke, came and spoke unto them saying, All power, not some power, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. In heaven and in earth all power is given unto the Lord Jesus Christ. All authority in heaven and in earth is given unto our Lord. When he ascended, he transferred that power to the church. (laughs) Excuse me. When he ascended, he transferred that power back to the church. What power? All power in heaven and on earth has been transferred to. I read the scripture in Ephesians chapter one, verse eighteen to twenty-three. Verse nineteen says, "And what is the exceeding greatness? And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power?" So there is exceeding greatness. There is an exceeding great power operating in you by the power of the Holy Ghost. That's why you should not fear the power backing your enemy. You should not fear the power backing the storm. There is exceeding greatness of power within you to stop the power backing the storm to stop the storm. (laughs) I love that. To stop the power backing the storm. To stop the storm. There is power in you. The resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ was opposed by Satan and all his cohorts. His death, burial, and resurrection has triumphed over all the power of the enemy. So the source of that authority is in the resurrection and the exalting of our Christ by our God. You'll find that in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 8. You never understand your authority just with your natural intellect, but you must have your spiritual revelation of it. That's why I'm praying. In the Ephesians 1:20. Christ is revived from the dead. Huh? Revelations, chapter, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 20. Quickly. Says which he wrote in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1. That is now for you and me. It says, and you have he quickened, you has he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. Listen, you have been revived you have been quickened by the power of the most high God by the supernatural endowment of God the Holy Ghost so the source of authority is that resurrection because he is resurrected power now has been given to you and to me but the second thing apart from the source of authority is that there is a conferring of authority Ephesians chapter 2 verse 5 and 6, authority has been conferred to you. Even when we were dead in sins, have quickened us together with Christ. With who? Christ, the anointed one and his anointing, the yoke destroying power of God. Have quickened us with Christ by grace, you are saved. And have raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. My God. You see, the 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 head is always connected to the body. So when Jesus, who is the head of the of the of the church, was raised, you and me were also raised together with him. And the body are one. And that authority was conferred upon you and upon me. The other point you need to realize about authority is you are joined to that authority. First Corinthians. First Corinthians chapter 6 verse 17. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 17. As I wind up, But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit with him. If you are joined to the Lord, you are one spirit with the Christ. We are in the throne of Christ. We are not at the cross anymore. We are in the throne of Christ. We are not at the cross. We are in the throne. He has ascended. He has resurrected. He has risen. Our lives are not hanging on the cross because the cross was was death. That's where the enemy's power was spoiled. That was death. But we are not just dead. Now we are alive with him. We are alive with Christ. We are seated with him. We are joined one spirit with him. As he is, so are we. And so you have access by faith, believing that God has given you power and authority to trample upon serpents and scorpions. Oh my God. We are at the right hand of God in the throne of power. We are angels, (laughs) hosts of heaven, creatures. and they cry holy holy he's the Lord God Almighty you are in a prophetic position of greatness of power my child of God please do not be afraid I am just praying that your eyes will open that you will lock your eyes and and just say and for the moment just meditate and think about the throne of heaven the throne of our Christ where there's lightning and thunder And where angels are flying and creatures are flying. The hosts of heaven are flying. And they are crying holy, 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 holy is the Lord God almighty. Strong and powerful are you. Worthy are you to open the scroll. This is where you are in. Seated with him at the right hand. That's not a place of timidity. That's not a place of fear. That's a place of awesome power, child of God exercise the power from the throne as you get committed to the resurrection power that God has given So what's the purpose of all this authority and power? Simple. John 14 verse 12. John 14 verse 12. What's the purpose? Is this just so we can swim in the understanding that we have power and authority and boast around? No, that's not the purpose. John 14 verse 12 very very I say unto you he that believeth on me the works that I do shall he do also and greater works than thee shall he do because I go unto my father because I am gone I am leaving others to do the works the works of Jesus go preach the gospel heal the sick cast out demons (laughs) let's do the works of Jesus This is a time to do the works of God in the earth. This is a time God must use you greatly and powerfully. It is our authority now. Build these truths in your life by meditating and feeding on that truth until something becomes a part of your consciousness. I hope you are hearing me. These are things you meditate on, things you think about, things you ponder on so that these truths can go into your consciousness that when you wake up and the challenge is there, the first thing you you see is not a challenge, the first thing you see is the opportunity to exercise your God-given authority over this storm (laughs) authority has been conferred to you child of God the many problems that are existing, not because God doesn't care. The problems that continue to exist is because we permit them. We are doing nothing about them. We've had this laissez-faire kind of spirit and have led back. And while we are waiting on some some problem, and while God is saying, you are the light, you are the sword, we are the problem because we have permitted things to continue the way they are we now must come into that God-given authority and power and begin to use it and begin to use it so that we begin to change things around us. We are the ones who are supposed to do something about the problems. As long as Satan keeps you in unbelief, as long as he keeps you In the reason arena. He will whip you. He will sit over you. He will sit over your staff. But if you will hold him. In the arena of your faith. In the arena of the spirit. You will whip him good. (laughs) You will whip him good. So you have the power to overcome. And this is a right that you have acts chapter 3 verse 6 as i close to pray for you now acts chapter 3 verse 6 then peter said silver and god have i none but such as i have oh wait a minute such as i have there was a time he denied the lord but something happened a storm hit him and revelation came the holy ghost revealed but now he's able to say, Such as I have, I give unto thee. There is what we have that we must give unto the people. And that's what I'm calling upon. There is something that you have, something that is in you. You can become an encouragement to your neighbor, a solution giver to someone else. While you're just looking at your own issue, God is also looking at you and saying, Ah, you're being selfish. Because the one next door doesn't have the knowledge, doesn't have the access, doesn't have the keys that you have. You are the kingdom keeper of the keys of the supernatural. And you lock it for your friend, I unlock it for you. That's how it happens. We cannot just be in this time, just be focused just about us and how all these things are impacting just us. What more the people that do not have what we have, that do not have access to the one we have access to. What happens to them? We are the ones to bring light, hope, life, understanding to them. When Job prayed for his friends, the Bible says, when Job prayed for his friends, the Lord was able to restore twice what he had. And that's it. And that's it. And he did not love his life as to shrink from death. (laughs) If you do not die, you abide by your own. But when a seed is thrown to the ground and it dies, it brings out other seeds. And so your power, your influence, your authority is multiplied the more you give it up. Such as I have, I give unto thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. I pray that that's the power you use, that others may rise, others may walk. Last scripture, John 14. And verse 13 you are powerful child of the king and whatsoever you shall ask in my name that will I do that the father may be glorified in the son if you ask anything in my name I will do it he's not man that should lie what is he waiting the asking is you you cannot just sit there with folded hands and say God knows what I'm going through no You must ask. Rise up. Take it to the Lord in prayer. On your knees, take it to the Lord in prayer. After you have prayed, then act by faith in Jesus' name. whatsoever you shall ask. You may not be demanding towards God. But you see, the enemy knows what the Bible knows and what the Bible is saying the enemy knows that if you tell him stop in Jesus name he will stop he knows he has to stop because that's the authority that is backing you the storm knows it has to stop when Jesus says stop the storm must what must stop because there's power backing that so when you speak in the authority of the name of Jesus the enemy behind your storm the enemy behind your challenge the power behind your confusion the power behind your sickness obeys. It's just you who has to get in that right position of faith and get into the spirit and start addressing things. There is a place you reach in the Lord when you are moved only by what you believe and what what you see and feel. I repeat as we grow in the Lord, there is a place where you reach Three years ago I had a storm in my house with an affliction of sickness over my wife. And the this, this storm was so bad. But in it, the Lord began to teach me how to walk by what I believe. How to walk by who I am in him, not what is happening to me, what I'm feeling. What I am seeing around me. What I was seeing was not encouraging, but what I believed was encouraging. What you may see around you may not be encouraging, but what you believe will be encouraging. What you may be feeling around you may not be encouraging, but what you believe will be encouraging. It's all about learning how to walk with God by working with God, believing Him, cooperating with Him. Then you become stronger in life. You have to arise, child of God. It is your time. arise don't let the lenses discourage you don't let the feelings take away from you I want you to believe by what you have believed I want you to walk by what you have believed and because you have believed him that he is faithful and is true and there is the power that is backing your words There is an authority that is backing your action. You cannot fail. You are a storm stopper when you are in the Lord, when you are in Christ Jesus. You have the keys that have given you access, a level of authority and control over the atmospheric things around you. You take up your place, begin to speak in tongues, begin to address those areas of your life, even as you are watching, begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Activate the gifts that are within you. Let their gifts be activated. Power, authority has already been conferred. Now you do something with that power. You have recovered what you have lost. You have discovered what was missing. You have recovered your place and your position of authority by revelation and understanding. Now begin to use that authority, begin to exercise, begin to go out and begin to act and begin to believe, begin to see things beyond the temporal limitations that are there. Begin to stretch your faith ahead of the boundaries, above the walls, leap over the walls that the enemy has designed for you, leap over the limitations and confinements, leap over those barriers, let those walls begin to collapse, why? Because your sight is not natural. Your sight is spiritual. You have an insight beyond your lenses. Rise up today. Rise up in that power. Rise up in that authority. Rise up in the name of the Lord Jesus. Begin addressing things in your business as you see them. As you have believed. Address them. Begin addressing. (laughs) Faith is believing and speaking. So I believed. So I spoke. So I believed, so I spoke. I So I believed, so I spoke. So don't see, then you speak. You speak fear. Like Elisha 7. You speak fear because your lens says, do not have the faith. It's in your believing. That's where faith rests. Believing, believing. As I believed, so I spoke. So as I believed, so I spoke. What have you believed about your family? Speak it. What have you believed about your business? Speak it. What are you believing about your career? Speak it. What are you believing about your nation? Speak it. What are you believing about your church? Speak it. What are you believing about your calling? Speak it. Well, as I believed, so I spoke. As I believed, so I spoke. What are you believing about your health? Speak it. Don't let the circumstances be the first voice. You speak. Because I pray for you. Lift your hands where you are. Father, in the name of Jesus, I lift these children of the living God. That Lord, as the Holy Ghost begins to reveal the great authority, the exceeding great power that is resident in each one of them by the faith in the Son of the living God. That Father, they will now, oh my God, begin to arise in the mighty power of the Holy Ghost and they'll begin to speak as they have believed they'll begin to walk as they have believed they'll begin to do as they have believed I pray oh God that you are raising a people of power a generation that will turn around situation a generation of fire a generation of great power Even in the name of Jesus, I call you child of God. Arise from your fears, arise from your desperation, arise from your confusion, arise from your hopelessness, arise in your God-given authority. There is one who is backing you up, you go and just act, you go and just do, you go and just speak, speak with confidence, act with confidence, Walk with confidence. Not in your own power, but in Him who is backing you. You cannot fail. You cannot be intimidated. You are more than a conqueror. The greater is He that is with us than the ones that is in the world. Your authority is greater than the power that is backing your enemies. So today you can speak and begin using your authority and begin to shout and begin to scream and begin to cry out and then shout that the Lord shall ascend in your shout. Oh my God. Let this generation rise, oh God. With such tremendous power. I send you forth. Come on husband. Speak about your family. Bless your family. Don't curse them. Woman of God, bless your husband. Don't curse them. Bless your children. Don't curse them. Bless your business. Bless your finances. Speak what you have believed will happen. Speak what you have believed you are about to see. My God. Today we want to worship you, want to give you your place, spirit of the living God. As we welcome you, we welcome you, spirit of God. Come in your own mighty way. Come in your own mighty power. Take a hold of us and fill us afresh. Fill us afresh for explosions, O oh God. You said, Lord, those that know you shall do exploits, O oh God. This is a time of oh God for exploits, O oh Father. This is not a time for fear. This is a time for the arising of the children of faith, the children of fire, in the name of Jesus. This is the time to do the works of God. This is the time to do the works of God. This is the time to do the works of God. Arise in your authority, O Church of Jesus. Arise in your authority. Let the angels that do according to the bidding of the word of God Follow the ways that you are releasing out of your mouth. In the name of Jesus, this is the time for the supernatural, divine interventions, oh God. Supernatural supply, supernatural intervention. Lord, I pray the church shall see the supernatural works of Jehovah. The supernatural begin happening in our homes with our children. Oh God, dreams and visions, of oh Father shall begin, O oh Lord, with the little one. They shall see angels, O oh Father. They shall interact with God. They shall see angels, O oh God. I pray, Lord, for the supernatural beginning from our homes, our altars in our home. Let the supernatural invasion of God come in the name of Jesus. That we shall walk in this earth empowered from the authority and power of what Jesus has accomplished in His resurrection on the throne of God. So today, I bless you I declare the peace that surpasses our understanding be upon you and be with you. God, use that authority. Use that power. For what? For this greater purpose. To do the works of God. Do the works of God. The Lord bless you. And the Lord keep you. And the Lord cause his face to shine upon you. Shalom.